Welcome to It's All Fine and Dangy, where we talk about community, health, culture, and all of the big and little things that make life good. Here are your hosts, Dan and Angie. Hey guys, welcome to episode 57 of It's All Fine and Dangy. I'm sitting here with my co-host, or the other host, Dan. All right. Dan. Let me spin the wheel. (laughs) It's episode 57. I always say the episode again as if you didn't say the episode. I said it. All right. As a matter well, of fact, we had a little blooper, and I said it two times. That's right. And it's it's just like when you ask me a question, and you say, don't repeat the question back, the first thing I do... It's how your mind works. I know. You so you'll say, what's it. your favorite meal? And I'll go, what's my favorite meal? You're like a computer. I'm like a computer. <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> You're processing. See, what's the right answer? How yes. do I answer this? Indeed. Well, we yeah. had a really, really cool guest this week. We did, but that's coming up. That so is we'll coming keep up. It quiet for a few minutes. Okay, I'll be yeah. I'll be quiet about it, but that was quite the event. And yeah. again, we did a Facebook Live, we did a video, and yeah. all of that stuff's going to go up when the podcast goes up. But yeah, okay, yeah. so I'll shelve that for I'm a minute. miss seeing our guest in person, though, so I'm so excited to get some people sitting across our desk from us here in the studio. I'm Me excited too. to travel places and get out in the community more. So I'm uh, ready same. for everything to kind of wind down, for people to get better, Yep. for... Things to progress back to normal, but keeping in mind that we don't want everything to go back to normal because we want to learn a lesson, right? Yes. So that's that's what I think. But well, yeah. I mean, good luck with that part too. Try not to be. I try not yeah. to be too pessimistic, but I don't know about yeah. that lesson yeah. too much. Yeah, I have some things. Like, well, I think we're going to talk about that um, on one of our shows coming up. Though, is what, what do we want to take what do away? We do? You know, from another this? thing. Another thing we uh, decided not to do this episode is talk too much about all the virus stuff. It's everywhere, and yeah. you're getting enough of it. So let's talk yeah. about something else. Let's talk about yeah. something light. Well, I wish I could say I remember what I did this week, but I I don't know. What did I do? I mean, I had PT. Oh, we went on a bike ride. Oh, we did go on a bike ride. Oh, it was so cool to get back on the bike trail again. Yeah, there was a lot of people out and that made me so happy because I'm like, oh my gosh, people are like out with their kids and rollerblading and walking and running and biking. And I just like seeing that people are outdoors and actually doing that. You know, I'd like to see that too, but I, I was a little bit, you know, I am following the, the, I don't again, I don't want to talk too much about the virus, but I am following the distancing rule and Mm -hmm. I got trapped around people at one point. Not everyone's following that rule. Get away. I need my bow on. That's the only thing I didn't like, but it was cool to get out. And it was really nice to see you out again because you're recovering from your surgery and it's very impressive. And I figured out what the trick was to make you recover faster. So if you ever have to get the other hip done, yeah. all I have to do is get a wheelchair. And boom, I never need to use it. <laughs> I know we used it two times. As soon as I got it, you were fine. Yeah. Well, um, I got the okay from uh, Jeff, my PT guy, that's yep. taking care of me over at Tri-PT in Maitland. And um, he said, yeah, go ahead. Try to get on the bike. And the first time I got on, I did like four miles. Felt really good afterwards. Nice. Didn't feel like I pushed it too much. Felt like a normal, you know, like if you haven't exercised in a while and you get out, you know, that normal kind sure. of burn. Yeah. But then when me and you went, I made it like 10 miles. I know. And you know what? I was super impressed by you being able to do that right after your surgery. I was also impressed that I wasn't winded or tired and I could have kept going. Yeah. And I thought I'm going to be wasted after all the junk food we've been eating and sitting around. So I think as life goes back to normal, we will be able to get back on the bike oh, yeah. trail soon. Yeah, that's I'm, my goal. I'm really curious about kayaking though for you. 
Yeah, I think we're going to have to invest in a really good like seat. And I already got one of my I'm going to have to take cart. breaks where we kind of get out and I stretch a little bit. Because so. what I have noticed is sitting for too long yep. in a certain position, it's not really that great yeah, for me. So that messes with I think you. that might be a forever thing. And that that position of sitting in a kayak, I'm not yeah. sure about. But I do have a actually yep. a couple of really good seats for kayaks in my Amazon cart. I want you to take a look yeah. at but. Yeah, you know, we go to Juniper and we'll be able to get out anywhere. I love Juniper I so much. Too. If you guys have not checked out Juniper Springs up in the Ocala National Forest, you have absolutely have to have to go rent a kayak there. I don't suggest a canoe. I've seen too many people just flipping some... the canoes over it because it's very narrow and yep. it's a, but it's a great beginner course, you know, great beginner river course yep. <laughs> I act like people are gonna be <laughs> this kind of a course. jumping horses or well, something. you know it's it's funny you say that though and, and i don't know what the rules are for that right now but when you can get out there like angie said it you know you read online I, i'm a member of a few groups on facebook mm-hmm. about kayaking and some people said oh it's really hard 90 returns don't bring your kids i totally disagree it not. is really not hard and it's crystal clear water, and you can get out literally it's anywhere like two in the river. Deep. Like, you it's can just ridiculous. get out and stand up, except for towards the end. But it is know, hard to of. describe. You know what? We made a YouTube video about a year ago. When we were there. I'll post yeah. the link in the show notes here. Yeah. So if you want to see what it's like, it is. I guarantee you, crystal like no other river you've it's done. Beautiful. We've seen people out there that kayak all over the country, and they go there. Yeah, their favorite. That's what um, I've had a few people tell me that they've yeah. been kayaking all over the world. Actually, I had one guy in particular. I was up there when my kids were younger Yep. and I went to check out the little, you know, run up there and I was talking to this older gentleman and and I'm like, you look like a professional. He goes, oh yeah, I've kayaked all over the world. I'm like, oh cool. And he goes, yeah, this is my favorite run. And I'm like, what? See, that's a blessing and Florida? a curse. We have so many great things it's, here. It's a blessing and a curse because it means no matter how much we love kayaking, we've already been to the best one. I know, right? <laughs> Even if we go to another country. But so yeah, we did that this week. I've been out in the yard actually, actually actually getting some yard work done because yep. we're starting to kind of look in that yard and, and oh, dream you should you guys dream should of this stuff angie's drawn up on her ipad i'm so I proud did. she drew up a sketch of the entire backyard and the gardens we're installing and all this kind of stuff so we're really looking forward to that uh-huh. meanwhile i have been sitting on my butt and working and well, then sitting on my butt i hate to admit this but we're watching some TV right now, of just course. like everybody else. We everybody just is. finished season three of Ozark with Jason oh, Bateman so on Netflix, and it is becoming one of my. I mean, it's it's inching its way close to like a Breaking Bad kind of show yeah. to me. It's very, very similar to that. Yeah, like that is what it reminds me of. Yeah. but it is really good, and Jason Bateman's such a great actor. He's kind of the same actor in everything to me, even if yeah. it's a, a comedy or whatever. He's very yep. just. He can be funny, dry, like dry humor, yeah, or serious, and you just don't know how to take him. Sometimes he's got you the know? same kind of mannerisms. He t- he seems like a really smart person in everything he's in, except yeah. maybe that that dodgeball movie. Oh yeah, he's hilarious in that one though. <laughs> but it's still that dry kind of humor. Yeah. And then I found a documentary because I like documentaries and I like weird shows. Yes. So don't f with cats. I've been trying to get you to watch that one. Remember? You have, yeah. But that one is very disturbing. It is a little difficult to watch, especially for animal lovers. So just um, kind of go into it with that. But it doesn't it's show interesting. it though. It, so it is disturbing. But I was afraid it was going to yeah. show. And I'll give you the trailer real quick without ruining anything. But in the trailer, it is about someone who posts a horrible video online of him doing something to an animal and how the internet people 
will do anything to try to find him and yeah. make sure that he gets that the police go get him or whatever. And I'm not saying they do because we don't even know. We haven't seen the rest of it yet. It's only three three episodes in the season, but it goes off the rails and it is absolutely bonkers, nuts, super interesting. You know? Yeah, yeah. But um, I mean, that's kind of all we've been doing. It's been you know kind of a normal week. Yep. But we do have a really super interesting crossover interview the crossover we did the comic book crossover up um and so we want you guys to stay tuned for that and then after that we will talk a little bit about something we're going to be doing this weekend cybercon yes cybercon so this is like a megacon via social media yeah it's like a it's it's like a it's actually taking place at megacon which would have been this week in uh here in central florida and it is what we're kind of referring to as a digital telethon just like the old telethons and and they're raising money for the center for disaster philanthropies covid19 response fund that's a mouthful it is a (laughs) it is a mouthful but at the bottom of the show notes here we'll put a link to that yeah and then we'll also put a link to where you can actually watch the show because we will be on saturday from 3 to 4 p.m yep and then stay tuned you're going to hear a little bit more about that with our interview coming up with Mr. Josh Bauer. And then also at the end of the show, we'll share a little more info about it as well. Yes, indeed. So stay tuned and we'll be right back with your community call out. Thank you, everybody, for being patient. Yes, thank you. Thank you so much for joining us, and thank you, Josh, for being patient. Um, we oh, would, of course. Yes, we would like to welcome everybody to episode 57 of It's All Fine and Danji, and we're doing things a little bit differently tonight with our very first crossover show with Mr. Josh Bauer. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you for having me. Thanks for doing the first hour with me on Back Talk with Bauer. That was awesome. Yes, it was great. We're not used to being interviewed, but it was kind of a nice little change that there. Was, that was nice. Yeah. yeah. So we talked a little bit about what you do on the show previously, but Josh is a, a, t- a talented local artist, and he is mm-hmm. now the host of his very own online talk show, Back Talk yes. with Bauer, which we were just on. And um, had the privilege of being interviewed for. So now we get to turn the tables, Josh. Uh oh. <laughs> we get to be the interviewers. Be prepared for the uncomfortable <laughs> questions. No, just kidding. <laughs> maybe kidding. We maybe. maybe. I don't know. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> All right. So get so back into it. Josh is a local artist, as Angie said. And Josh, before we jump into the interview, we like to ask each of our guests to tell a little bit about themselves, maybe personally. Okay. What do you want to share that's personal, Josh? Family life, (laughs) childhood, where you grew up, any of that kind of stuff. All right. So uh, I I was born and raised in uh, Ohio, Northeast Ohio. It's like its own state. Oh, nice. Uh, It's a very interesting area, like kind of right on the border. Uh, For those that are familiar with that area, I was born in Warren, Ohio, and then kind of lived all around that area in different parts. Uh, I did not move to Florida until 2008. Oh wow! Um, I got a job opportunity. Do yeah, I got a job opportunity 
opportunity down here. That's really easy to say. Yeah. Uh, yeah. To work with uh, a, a company down here and got the chance and took it as soon as possible. Of course, um, it's Florida. I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I always wanted to get out of Ohio even when I was a kid. Oh, really? I could. I, I love growing up in Ohio, but I knew it was not the place for me to stay to be whatever I wanted to be, which I have no idea. I still don't even know to this day. That's, yeah. But I knew Ohio was not the place for me to be whatever I was going to be. Right. Um, so I decided younger that I'm like, I, I got to get the hell out of here. Uh, and then years later, once I graduated and uh, was uh, kind of done with college, um, yeah, I kind of dropped out. Uh, it wasn't for me either. Uh, I moved down <laughs> to Florida, and uh, I've been here, what, now 12 years? Pushing on 12 years? All right. I think June. Yeah, June will be 12. So you're so, pretty much a uh, native, I guess, after the 10-year mark. That's what we say. Yeah, I call myself a native so. Floridian, you know. So I have to yeah. ask, I know you you know, you know, wanted to get out of Ohio for to get moving with your life, to get your career and stuff, but when you were there, did you make the trip to Cedar Point? Uh, I never went to Cedar Point, oh, as far oh, as I can remember. Wow. I am not a roller coaster guy. You're okay. not? Okay. I am, I am, um, I, I have some control issues and some fear of heights. <laughs> yes. Those two <laughs> things don't really work together. With <laughs> It'll cure you of that yeah, pretty quick. No, it's like pretty much anything you could think of of a roller coaster, I absolutely hate. Oh. The, the heights, the upside down, the yeah. no control eat all of it <laughs> so for those of you that don't know cedar point is literally like the center of the universe for roller yeah. coaster fans they have like 20 roller coasters and if you're from here like i am and you've been to theme parks and it's all th this is like concrete and roller coasters yeah that's and pretty that's much all it. it is so well I, you know i can My tell you oh say it again my wife absolutely loves it because my wife and I met when we were in high school, got together after high school. We don't call each other high school sweethearts, but uh, she loved Cedar Point. I was a SeaWorld kid. She was a Cedar, Cedar Point kid. Oh, nice. Oh, that's funny. My very first roller coaster was at Cedar Point. The Blue Streak, oh, wow. I think it yeah. was called, and it scared the crap okay. out of me. <laughs> so, so, I, so I have to ask, so after you moved here and everything, did you, when did you really start doing, I mean, did, did was there a, a time where you just kind of felt out different careers that you were trying to check out, or, like, what did you come yeah, here to do? I came here, I got a job opportunity working for Panera Bread. Because uh, my mom worked for the company, yeah, and she came down first, and then I came down a year afterwards because she found an opportunity for me. And I was actually a maintenance guy uh, for almost two or three years with them. Mm -hmm. And my job was to uh, my my main thing was preventative maintenance on ACs and their coolers. So I would have to go to every cafe that this particular franchise owned and I'd have to climb up onto roofs and change the AC filters, blow out the lines, clean the coils if I could. And then once I was done uh, roasting the death up on the roof, <laughs> I'd have to climb down and go into the cafes oh as they're busy as for, for all the, you know, cause Panera never slows down. Never. So they're busy. Their lunch is busy. They just, people never leave. Mm -hmm. So I'd have to, off all the uh, employees and there's um they had these big long coolers if you've ever been at Panera, you've seen them all of course but they have these coils in the very back corner so you have to pull the machine forward you have to spray this stuff and you have to clean the coils off it is disgusting because if you don't touch them for like more than a month uh, 
and because <laughs> it's always sucking up the stuff to yeah. keep right. the, the air coming the thing so it's picking up everything and it just picks up so much stuff so yeah that was my main job that was my day job when i moved down here oh. uh and then after that i was lucky enough to uh i met my boss now um he i work at a sign shop over in apopka yeah and uh i met him helping him actually give the off office furniture from the new office of panera it had some stuff in it already right he was taking some of it for his new shop and uh my mom and him were talking quite a bit and he needed some help and my mom knew i wanted to do something more uh than be a maintenance guy yeah which no offense maintenance guys or anything but it was just not the career not, not I for was you wanting. it's what brought you to so, florida but it's not necessarily what you wanted to stay doing especially once you got up there on those roofs in the middle of a summer in florida <laughs> oh it sounds miserable <laughs> the, was, the only good thing was because i actually had to see so yeah, i had to climb up first and i had to carry a rope with me that was tied to an ac or a, a box of ac filters which was usually like oh wow 56 it was huge. The, the AC filters on the top of these big buildings are just huge. And uh, I would have to pull the box up and uh, bring it in and then do the stuff. And So the only good thing about my job was I was really tan, but farmer's tan. And I had some good arms back then. <laughs> you had then. some muscles. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. But, man, it was, oh, it was killer. The summer months. Oh, oh. yeah. So that that's relatable to me. I, my uh, parents had a greenhouses. You know, I'm from Apopka, and we grew up in. Okay. You know, they had a big big chain of greenhouses. Pretty pretty notable company in Apopka for that. And I worked in the greenhouses from like age 13, 14, 15, 100 degrees in there. And it, what it did for me was it let me know that I do not want to work outside. <laughs> and so it sounds like. <laughs> It sounds like, it, and it, you know, it's funny how that works too, because you met the boss that you're working for now. It always seems like, which has sort of led you into what you love doing or, or, you know, more of an art type profession. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I am the, uh, the production manager of the shop that I'm at. So I don't get to do much of the art stuff, but it, it's basically it pays the bills, so it lets me have my fun with my art career. Yeah, um, I get to, uh, and my boss is very cool with helping me out with getting uh, prints of my paintings or uh, designing some different stuff or printing out. Like I've printed out my pop up banners there. Oh, cool! I've learned you know quite a bit of graphic design stuff, how sure. signs work and banners, and you know I've helped other people that need that stuff. So. It's uh, it's definitely has its advantages to the art career side of my life. Oh, that's oh, very great. Nice. Well, talking about your art, I wanted to get into that. Um, so you have a, what I view as a specific style of art. Um, okay. A lot of it tends to be geared towards comic book characters. Um, so tell us a little bit about that. Like, when did your style develop was it at a very young age did you kind of always know you wanted to go this way like where did it all begin when it came to actually putting your ideas on paper or canvas or whatever it was so i realized i had some kind of talent or something with me when i was young it was like early middle school i want to say uh i was um i was bored one summer day uh, at home had nothing to do you know, pre-internet and all that stuff because mm-hmm. I'm still I, I'm in that in between of a lot of stuff. So there was no internet to play with. So I had these small little stickers that were Looney Tunes, and for some reason I got it in my head to redraw them. And they were very tiny, and I drew them much bigger. 
and they looked a lot like what I looked at. Mm -hmm. Showed my mom, and you know, she's like, "Oh, you trace these?" I go, "No, here's the stickers that I did." She goes, "Oh," and that was kind of that's like the earliest time where something hit me that I had some kind of talent. I was always doodling, always. I mean, you guys can even see here. Uh, yeah. we, somebody brought it up in my interview. I always need to do something with my hands. Yeah. I see you with when the, the cards, I, the playing cards. Yeah. yeah. This keeps me focused on the conversation. So when I was younger, it was drawing and it was doodling. We would go mm -hmm. to different restaurants and we go to, you know, and my mom always had at least a pen and then paper to entertain me. And this was like when the restaurant still had the, the you could flip the back of the menu and draw on it or they had the placemats uh -huh. and stuff. So I would always doodle on that. I, I love yeah. this. This is so relatable to me. <laughs> so I, I always kept myself busy then then i didn't really do much with it until i got into high school or uh, like middle school high school later in those years i started taking i, I realized i had a talent i realized i enjoyed it mm -hmm. and i wanted to s explore more of it so in high school i took every art class available they're yeah. like you could do you know you could do whatever cl art class you want to as long as you're doing the other stuff i'm like cool i want all these at this time oh great so like even even one year, I did two art classes in one year. That was a terrible idea because uh, it was a little too much. But it, I, I got to explore and got to mess around with stuff. And I also got to realize how much talent I had. Because I'm all, like, and even to this day, I just do stuff and I'm like, ah, that looks pretty good. And other people are like, this is amazing. I'm like, I did this in like five minutes. It's not, it, to me, it's nothing. Take that, uh, take people, that talent for granted there, don't you? <laughs> Yeah, it's not a granite. I because I, 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 I try not to because my dad actually was very. I, it's an inherent talented. My dad and his mom are very talented artists, uh, and my dad uh, it can't do it as well as he used to. Mm -hmm. He can still doodle a little bit, but he stopped practicing. Yeah. So I know that you can lose it. That's why, like, yeah. even when I'm yeah. not stuff and things are not going well, I'm still painting. That's great. Um, or I'm still creating, but actually, all through high school, I hated painting. <laughs> really, that's always a fun fact to tell people. And like, that's I hilarious because that's what mainly what you do now. That's all of this behind me is. Yeah, yeah. I was more into drawing and working with colored pencil, um, and then I did a little. You, there were certain classes you had to paint, you had to do some yeah. stuff. So I did some stuff here and there. And then um, I really got back into it full force when I moved to Florida. Got down here, was trying to – I just had that itch to create, and I mm -hmm. didn't know what to do with myself. So I just started grabbing canvases and messing around and drawing some stuff. Started going to comic book conventions because we didn't really have many in Ohio. So, like, I, uh, I think my first one down here was Megacon. Oh, cool. And I went to Megacon one year and started looking around and realizing there was artists there that were not comic book artists. They were not the, the official people. They were local people mm -hmm. creating things. And I went, I could do this. I, I could do something to this nature. I don't know how the hell you get in here, there, yeah. but I can make it happen. So I started, you know, that's that was a, right around 2009-ish, I would say. I started getting into it fully and poking around, getting into uh, somebody helped me get my artwork because I, I started painting a bunch of stuff and they were like, oh, it's really good. I never wanted it out to anybody. And it was he, for yourself he went to a, Yeah. So he went to a coffee house and was talking to the guy uh, uh, and just BSing back and forth. And then they brought up my art. He brought up my artwork. And 
all of a sudden the guy's contacting me wanting to feature my artwork at his coffee shop. Oh, wow. So it's going and I kept getting different things and I'd go to more places and more and more people were into it. Uh, so yeah, that's how it really started was just little steps here and there and kind of people just going, Hey dummy, you can do good stuff yeah. here. Come here. So, now, <laughs> oh, did you want, I wanted to ask him uh, go ahead, sure. about, do you remember the first painting that you sold that was like, you know, you know, a good Man. piece and you're like, Oh, I don't know if I want to give it up, but somebody really wanted it. Like some kind of story like that. Man, I'm trying to think. There was a few that I've given away here and there. Anything from high school or like anything in that time, uh-huh. uh, I either gave away or uh, I kept for myself. I actually have a lot of my old high school stuff. Uh, some of it's around in the house here and there. Uh, I still have the the big trapper or whatever you call it, the big portfolio of mm-hmm. it all. Um, so I never really sold that much. Um, I'm trying to think. I know there's been a couple of conventions because I really started selling stuff when I went to comic book conventions. Yeah. Because I try, I Stanford's Alive After Five, and nobody was really liking the prices of the artwork then. Mm-hmm. Okay. I remember too. Um, I, and it was like my first two really big pieces where I made some money. I went to. Um, sometimes I get my stuff mixed up. That's okay. <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> went to. Yeah. Oh, okay. So one of the ones, I, and this is the earliest one I can remember, was a MegaCon. And I think it was the when I had a big booth for MegaCon. It was uh-huh. my second year I went for a full-size booth. Because you can see the canvases I have. They're very big. Sure. Uh, yeah. It was before the show even started. And I did this Bubba Fett painting. It was an 18 by 24-inch cool. canvas. And I had it sitting there. And the doors aren't even open yet. And somebody walks past and he sees this painting. And he walks in and he goes that is really amazing. I'm like, Oh, thanks. You know? And I, I figured he was, I don't even know who he was. Like, I, I haven't heard from him again. I don't know if he's still a fan or not. Uh, but he absolutely loved it. He goes, how much I go. And I told him the price. He goes, okay, I want it. I'm like, what? Not, huh? <laughs> and I sold a paint before the show even started. Oh, I'm like, this is a great freak. This is the best day ever. <laughs> that was the best Megacon I ever had. Oh, that's um, great. I ended up selling, Oh, yeah. I ended up selling several large pieces, like full-size canvases. I sold this one. It was, and I got like almost full asking price. It was a uh, 48-inch by 24-inch canvas of Batman staring down uh, 20 of his most iconic villains. Oh, cool. Yeah, he bought that one and then two other pieces. He came back for the Batman afterwards, and he's like, how much for that one? And I cut it a little bit of a deal. He goes, okay. It was, hey. I've, wow. I've done that well at a convention since then, but it was, oh, that was awesome. like the most time on a weekend I ever was. <laughs> that is great. So, so I have to ask, you know, you're doing these for mega cons. Your, your work is very sort of comic centric, maybe not all of it, but there's definitely a lot of it to that. Is it, were you a big fan of comic books and stuff like that growing up? Or is it just the, the art of the comic that you like? I think it's more the second. Yeah. Um, I, I was not a kid that sat around and read comics. Uh, a little bit here and there. I've always been a big fan of cartoons. Yes. Like even today, I'm 13 year old and I'm still watching cartoons like there's no tomorrow. Right. Uh, I absolutely loved cartoons, animation, and I, I have always watched it ever since growing up. So that's how I know a lot of the Spider-Man, the DC. I've gotten more into comics 
since I've done com comic book conventions. Um, because I've had conversations with people where I've seen different stuff, yeah. following different things. Yeah. So like I'm now more into comics. Um, I think part of it with the comic books is I never had the attention span to wait for every issue to come out. Oh, yes. I still don't. <laughs> I know that come with the graphic novels. I'm like, I'll take that, please. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> well, when I was but a yeah. kid reading comics, they didn't what? have those yet. You had to wait. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I didn't really have comic book shops around me, and I I hung out with like different people that weren't into comics. So I don't even know how I've got into all this stuff. I just I've always loved Spider Man. Yeah, I've always loved Batman. Um, so I think the movies and stuff helped a lot. And, and yeah, uh, getting into the comic book scene because I never knew what to paint for myself. Like I've gotten more into doing like the trees that are here. Mm -hmm. uh, the that somebody is uh, I painted uh, live painted a couple weeks ago. I've gotten more into that the last couple of years. Even the, the fairy here is inspired. Yeah. Of yeah. Going to conventions. It's like okay, it's finally time for me to do stuff that's mine. Yes. And, and that I can create and do my own uh, style on and my own stuff. But yeah, it was mostly just to get people's attention and, mm -hmm. and try to get the different things and, and it was popular. You can't go to conventions yeah. without. Comic books, yeah. Sure. <laughs> well, so you know, to me, I guess maybe I should say because I'm thinking of all the art that I've looked at on your website, all the stuff I've seen that you've done, and some of the live sessions. It, it maybe it doesn't encompass all of it, but it's I think it's more pop culture than just comic because a lot yeah. of that stuff ties in the fairies, the the fan the fantasy looking trees. Mm -hmm. You know that it's not all comics. Some of it's um, fantasy, kind of. Yeah, yeah, I would I would call it pop culture because. Yeah. The, the, they're icons. Yeah. A lot of them are icons. You got mm -hmm. the Power Rangers, I think, right behind you. You know, that's so. the, and the Power yeah. the Powderpuff Girls. I remember my kids watching that. Yep. Yes, oh. that's how old I am, Josh. My kids watch that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny you said cartoons. I mean, that's not that long ago, boy. We're gonna skip that. One. <laughs> uh, yeah, pretty paintings everywhere. <laughs> no, yeah, it's. I, I've uh, I started out really with the comic book heavy stuff. Yeah. For because I'm doing. I'm pushing like seven years doing this, whatever this is. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 it's kind of like a second side job hobby. Um, right. So, yeah, I started with the comic book stuff, kind of was getting bored with that, um, started to branch out a little bit, getting into um, some of the cartoons, some of the movies, uh, also getting into uh, what, would it, what was it? Um, the fairies. I started my own line of fairies and working with cosplayers mm -hmm. and friends to create these fairies. And then uh, the trees were kind of inspired by um, like oriental style slash medieval style. See that definitely. Uh, yeah, like the the was it the cherry blossoms? Yes. I've always just been very entertained with that style and that look, and I'm like, I could do something like that. So I actually started really small. I started on uh, 12, 12 by something, the very tiny ones. Mm -hmm. uh, 12 by 24, I think it was. And I just started, those are all just straight up, like no drawing ahead. I just let the paintbrush go wherever it wants. Okay. Sometimes yeah. it goes great, sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. But it's it, they're so fun. Like if I'm like super stressed or super angry or just need to like turn the brain off, yeah. I paint a tree. You know, because nice. I just start going and two hours later I have a painting and I am totally chill. Love it. That's great. So I have to ask this. I think I know the answer. I think the answer is no, but I, I tinker with 
drawing and painting, but it's all digital. So because it's easier for someone that's not a true uh, uh, artist, visual artist, um, mm-hmm. you know, I do it with my iPad. I really enjoy it. Do you ever do any digital mediums at all? I cannot get a handle on it. No. It is. I have tried several times. I actually have a Wacom tablet that sits on my desk. Oh, yes. Um, the basic stuff I can do is some sketching. Right. Um, but create what you see behind me, I need paint and canvas. Sure. Mm-hmm. It Even when I'm sketching, it drives me insane because you don't get the same feel, the grit uh, and all that. Feel and pull. Yeah, especially when you're, you're sketching onto a canvas. Yep. Even canvas to paper is totally different. Sure. Yeah get that noise that that effect and that style yep. and then with the brushes i mean and i'm all i'm always very honest with the way i do but i don't know how i do half the stuff i do like you see a paint all these paintings behind me i really can't tell you how i do them sure it just i let the paint do i let my hands do whatever they want and i zone out half the time yeah um well so that's it, what real know, artists do though yeah. i mean that's what artists do they they go in a zone and they don't even it's like they went to sleep and woke up oh huh? There it is. What did I make? Yeah, it comes right <laughs> out of your brain. I, yeah. I, I really do like, I like all of your stuff, but I really like the oriental cherry blossom tree. That's that's very much my style in this uh, style art I have. I don't know if you can see it here, but I've got cherry blossoms all over my arm here. Oh, wow. The, oh, those are awesome. Yeah, so I love that, that whole style. One day we're going to see cherry blossoms in person. Um, oh, that'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> but oh, yeah, what are you saying, Dan? <laughs> but but you, you talked about your live painting, which I think is the coolest thing ever. And I think there's a certain level of skill that, you know, some artists have, mm-hmm. but that takes it to a whole different level because you can paint in your studio, you can fix up the, the mess ups, you can paint over canvas and start over when you screw up. When you're doing this live and when you're live streaming <laughs> it, you know, that's like a trial by fire. And I know you've talked about yeah. how you've painted over some things like the rose that you painted. I think it was last week is amazing. And it's got all the streaks underneath. I don't know if you have that yep. one, but um, I really like it. But uh, I like how yeah, you, you morphed had, it. Sitting in the living room. Is it? So, so yeah. how did that start? It, I mean, and I know that you do it with the kitchen <laughs> killers too. And, and I, so I don't know mm-hmm. if it started with them or you started it yourself. It but did. I'm, Oh, did it start with them? Oh, wow. So, yeah, it's, it's a very fun and interesting story. So, uh, the main reason all this came about was because, uh, the conventions have not been working for me for the past few years. Right. Uh, I go to comic book conventions. I take all my stuff. I pay all the money to get in mm-hmm. and I am not getting the return that I want. Sure. Oh, uh, and, um, the convention scene is really changing and it's not the same people that even when I started seven years ago, you're not getting the same people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was getting very frustrated and very angry and just, I was actually hating my artwork. Oh. Uh, this was about two years ago now. I think it is. Um, I was going to quit and I was just so frustrated. So where it came from was I was at Tampa Bay comic con and it was, uh, it was, Tampa Bay Comic Con was always my really good show. Uh, I knew I could sell a lot of originals there and, and things would go really well. And I was having a bad streak. I get there and the weekend's going to crap. I'm not making my money. I'm not doing, you know, anywhere near us what I thought I was going to. And Billy Floyd, one half of the Kitchen Killers, popped in and he's, you know, checking in with me and he's like, How's things going? I'm like, Oh, crappy. <laughs> oh, no. Just being <laughs> honest. <laughs> 
<laughs> and, and I always am. I never sugarcoat anything. Yeah. Uh, and I'm like, it's not going well. He's like, what's up? I'm like, I'm not making any money. Nothing's going well. It just, I'm bombing, man. I can't, I can't do it. And, and so I guess there was something on my face that night and, uh, or, or that day. And it kind of stuck with him. We get a couple weeks after that, we were supposed to do this big crossover show. It was going to be myself, Kitchen Killers, and Hanging with Web Show. And I was renting out an art space over here in Longwood. And we were going to do this big like crossover show mm-hmm. with art, music, Hanging with Web Show. It was going to be awesome. I went to two, I went to Tampa and something else, and I was done. I'm like, I'm canceling the show. I can't do it. I'm like, we, you guys can come to my house. We'll do a normal Kitchen Killer show if we want to show off my artwork. But I'm just done. No. Uh. And they're like... So I guess they had a little powwow on their own. Yeah. Oh, wow. And everybody was very worried about me. Uh, and um, so they came. We, we do the show. They come. We have a great show. I show off the paintings. We have some fun. We're sitting in my back patio, and we're just talking. And they're like, what can we do to help you? What it, basically, we had like an intervention. <laughs> and they're like, what can we do? How can we help you? What? And I'm like, if I could tell you how to help me, I wouldn't be having yeah. this conversation now. <laughs> exactly. Like, I just don't want to do this anymore. I don't, nobody uh, wants my stuff. Nobody wants it. And I just don't have any energy in for me or yeah. energy for this anymore. They're like, okay, okay. They're like, what about live painting? I went, what about what? They're like, what if you come and live paint with us <laughs> on the show? I go, no. You guys are freaking crazy. I'm not doing that. You know, you know, I'm going like, to fail in front of a live audience. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm like, I don't even like people watching. I don't even like recording myself to because I know what's going to and People are going to watch this and it's in like fast speed. No. We had this 30 minute argument. They're like, just try it. Just I'm like, Billy, do you understand it takes me because at that time it would take me weeks to finish one or, mm-hmm. or days or it wasn't a small time span right. they're like how fast can you do a painting i'm like two weeks I, it's taken me a few hours <laughs> i'm like at the most like three four hours i don't even know yeah. they're like okay so halloween was right around the corner they're like you're gonna come we're gonna do a halloween special for the you pick two show i'm like okay they're like you're gonna paint whatever you want try to let's make it halloween theme you come you live paint with us and we see how it goes and you see how you like it and I didn't really have a choice to say no. <laughs> you know how the kitchen killers are. It was are. happening. <laughs> how great are those guys? Yeah. So I'm like, all right. So I decided to paint uh, skeleton uh, Jack Skellington from oh, Nightmare nice. Before Christmas. Yeah. I'm like, if it's the theme, he's all black and white. I kept it to a small 24 by 12 inch canvas. I'm like, I may be able to get it done. Go over there Friday night and we, uh, we start the show. And I am shaking as before we're starting. Oh, I want to like, I just, I'm not, I've never been a person on, uh, uh, on stage. I've never, I was never the kid that demanded attention or I'm going to mm-hmm. hop up on stage and do this crap. I've never been that kid. So to go and like do this, I'm like, the only thing that helped me was, uh, I had my back against the camera. So I don't see people watching. Oh, you know what? That is a good point. That's a good point because years ago I was in a few bands back in the day and I, I played the drums or did years ago, but our bassist, we, when we have a really big show, he was state, he'd have stage fright and he was amazing if he turned his back to the crowd the whole time. So there's something to that for sure. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, so the the show goes, and I got the painting done in 48 minutes. What oh, the heck? Wow. Do you still have that one? Uh, no, that one sold. I have the prints of it still. Uh, but that. that one that one actually sold at a Kitchen Killers event like two weeks later. Oh, wow. Oh, nice. So, so one of the surprise ones. Do you set your art up when you do like the previous pieces up when you're doing the live streaming with them? Depends I mean, on where out. I am. Yeah. If, with, yeah if, uh, if I'm with the Kitchen Killers, it's usually just... Uh, it's just what I have. It's just that painting and stuff. If we're out at a like a bigger event, I will bring some paintings with me if uh, if the venue allows it. Uh, some people are really cool and let me do a full setup. Other people are like, oh, you can bring a couple pieces. Other times, it just doesn't really fit for the mood. Yeah, right. sure. Um, but if it's if it's me going out and live painting on my own, like to a restaurant or to this or that, I usually say, hey, can I bring some paintings to sell and to show off? Because yeah. some people don't understand what I'm doing until I'm done. So if I bring out and do a setup like this behind me and then have the empty canvas, it starts them getting a yeah. better idea of what it's going to look like excuse me and what i do sure it's like an ad sure yeah. absolutely what your style is and, and all that jazz um so whenever you were at that tampa bay um comic-con right mm-hmm. um were you already friends with the kitchen killers and hanging with web show or is that how you got to know them because i want to know how that partnership came about yeah, with so you three I. yes i have been friends with billy for quite a few years now um i want to say five-ish years or so so years ago, I used to I had my own comic book convention because apparently I never liked being bored. I, I always get <laughs> roped into things, doing different things. So I started running my own comic book convention. It was a oh. small one. It started off in a comic book shop. We kind of took over the comic book shop and uh, and made some stuff into there. It succeeded. We did another one in there, and then I outgrew them and did one more uh, until I lost my mind with it and walked away after the third one. But I believe I met Billy in the very first one. That is the first time we met. Uh, Billy was dating a person at the, a girl at the time who was a cosplay girl, and he was, you know, helping her out. So I knew her a little bit more than him. Um, but that's really when he and I became friends. Cool. Uh, we we were joking back and forth, and and. Uh, <laughs> Actually, the we, we always tell the story. I uh, I actually kind of tortured Billy the uh, first time we hung out. Yeah. At this, there was a there was a person that I didn't really want to. I, I, I there's certain people at events, certain people at conventions and stuff. You kind of stay away from. Okay. So gotcha. Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen it, but Billy and I look a lot alike. And over the years, we've gotten we've been asked if we're related or not. Mm-hmm. We've had. Uh, People think we're brothers or, or something like that, and we're not related. We just look a lot alike. Uh, so we're at this at my convention, and he's there, and he pulls me to the side at one moment. He goes, "Hey, uh, Josh, there's this guy. He came over and he just kind of started talking to me, and you know, congratulated me on the convention and <laughs> gave me a good job. And he, he's like, I really think he thought I was you. I'm like, cool. Let's keep it that way. And I walked away from him. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> so that is the first time I got to mess with Billy Floyd, and uh, That's great. yeah, he, we tell that story every time somebody asks us about that. So yeah, that's how I met Billy, and then I met Commodore 
through Billy once the Kitchen Killers were going. Because when the Kitchen Killers started, I was actually uh, going to school at night. I was working all day and then going to school at night. So I couldn't be a part of like the first year of the fun. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as I freed them from that, I booked them over at my house uh, like that that first year I was free. Um, but yeah, that's how I met uh, the rest of the Kitchen Killers crew is like when they were actually formed and everything. Cool. And then hanging with Web Show, I met at MegaCon one year. I actually had to ask them because uh, like I couldn't really remember. They just always been around and we've always like they've always been supportive of me. And then we've. Now that when Kitchen Killers came in and I kind of came back from being hiding away from school, I came back into the fold of everything and all this group started exploding and doing different stuff. And I started the live painting. So now it's turned into this craziness. So, you know, you never know when you're going to catch me. Sometimes I'm working with Kitchen Killers on a Friday night show. Other times I show up at a comic book convention with Hanging with Web Show. Yeah, it's like a whole community out there that we're learning about. Yeah. And, yeah. You, and those guys have been doing it forever. But this is sort of a good segue into my next question because now you've started your own podcast. You've started Back Talk <laughs> with Bauer. And we were, yes. we were just on it uh, earlier tonight. Yeah. But what made you decide to do your own show and sort of host your own show? Mostly boredom. Oh, there you go with uh, your you boredom. You've got to keep again. busy. <laughs> I always got to keep busy. So we. When and, and I don't like talking about it because everybody beats the dead horse about what's going on right now. I don't even sure. like mentioning the damn. Thing. I know. And so when all, it, yeah, when it started going and and I started seeing the wheels go off and I like all of April was supposed to be jam packed for me. I had every weekend in April booked of some kind of live painting. Oh. Either it being, I had a, like I had two art shows in one night at two different bars. I had uh, two charity live paintings with um, uh, Stormy Hill Harley Davidson. We had MegaCon, and I had another charity thing at the end of the month. Like my wife was mad at me for how <laughs> much I paid. Hopefully, it's not like your anniversary <laughs> month or something, buddy. <laughs> no, that's May, and that okay. was pretty empty, kind of. Oh crap! I talked too much about her. She's staring at me. <laughs> So we, <laughs> I can't say what you're doing because they're a PG show. <laughs> PG. Hey, this might be a good time for us to do a quick uh, shout out to Terry. Thanks for joining us, Terry. And thanks for the uh, information about Josh and his sale on prints. He's got $5 large prints and $1 yes, small prints going right now. Hi, Marcy. A little late yes. to tell you hi, but thanks for dropping in. And hi, Vanessa. We want to say hi to you, too. While you're uh, while you're dropping in to check us out on the Facebook Live, Terry never really does sleep, does he? Nope, never <laughs> does. <laughs> so we went, and I had this whole month booked, and it died. Like oh, it just, I yeah. you know, things yeah. started dropping and dropping and dropping, and I am. Um, I found out I I, I have. I have a lot of issues, um, and one of them is a little bit of paranoia, anxiety, and, and usually I keep myself very busy. I can ignore a lot of things mm-hmm. and, and keep all that at bay. Sure. Uh, I, I'm always doing something. I'm always just staying active, um, and I kind of saw the writing on the wall and went, I'm going to have a lot of free time, oh. and uh-huh. it freaked me out. And, you know, the world was going to where it currently is. And that was freaking me out. I'm like, 
I, I, I'm just like, what do we do? What am I going to do? How is this going to work? Right. I didn't even know how like lockdowns worked. I'm like, how am I going to have to eat the dogs? What is going to happen? <laughs> <laughs> You're like yeah, preparing for the absolute worst. He's <laughs> got chihuahuas. Yeah. You better, yeah, you better savor that. <laughs> oh my yeah. gosh. <laughs> You know, is she spicy? I don't know. <laughs> she, how does this work? <laughs> so I'm like, I got to do something with myself because I'm going to drive my mom and my wife crazy. Sure. Uh, I had to keep myself busy. And this was a little bit before CyberCon was fully a thing, too, especially to what size it was. So I'm like, okay, I'll do the live painting and I'll do that on the weekends. Uh, and that'll be a cool two hour spot, but I love being on podcasts and I was actually Mm -hmm. supposed to be on a couple of podcasts through this month that had to get canceled and I was supposed to be on more next month. And and I love hopping on podcasts, BSing with people, causing trouble. (laughs) And, um, I'm like, you know, I, I saw the B live stuff with Garrett and hanging with web show. I'm like, I could get that. I have plenty of cool, amazing, talented people in my friends list that I can bug yeah. and say, hey, come and chat with me. Let's let's get some people. And I knew everybody was going to be hurting right now, too. Yeah. yeah. So I figured, well, if I can't <laughs> – I know I'm not going to sell any art because I wasn't selling much before this all happened. I know I'm not going to sell any more once this is all going down. So might as well do something good with my time and, and entertain some people, entertain myself and, mm-hmm. and chat with people. So, you know, I started I it actually started by accident a little bit. I was just going to do because I knew I figured out you could do Instagram live. Mm-hmm. And my uh, Amelia, the amazing cosplayer and I uh, did one kind of together. And it was fun. It was cool. Just chatting with her it made me forget things like, you know, what's going on and just BS and not worry about it. So I went. All right, who wants to just be randomly interviewed on Instagram Live? So a fan up north, he's like, oh, I'll do it with you. So we did it the next week on Instagram Live. And it was cool. We chatted back and forth. I got to find out about him, you know, got to crack some jokes. And again, I forgot what was going on in the world. I'm like, all right, I'm making this a show. My wife's like, you're doing what now? (laughs) What have you added to the list, Josh? (laughs) Yeah. He goes, seriously? I am honestly more busy now than I was before everything went to chaos. Yeah, because with these shows, uh, there's so much that goes yeah. into them. I mean, there's just oh, yeah. a lot of stuff that you you just think, oh, yeah, I just turn it on and I go. That's not how it is. And I know because I see Dan do all this work for well, the show. So. You know, I I, and I'm, and I'm, I'm hastened to continuously say, that's relatable. That's relatable. But when you talk about <laughs> yeah. uh, anxiety and having to move your hands, I pace around in this office slash studio room in my day job on the phone like a caged animal yep. because I have to keep moving. Yeah. And I'm like that too, where oh, yeah. it's constantly busy. Constant, and I'm with you. Right now, for me, I am more busy than ever. I'm in IT during the day. So you can imagine we're busy okay. with people working from home. But writing and just doing the podcast and mm-hmm. stuff. And for me, as much as sometimes I feel like, and I'm curious if you're like this, sometimes I feel like I, you know, I just need five minutes. It's been a 10, 12 hour day, but without it being so busy when there's nothing to do, I am, I, I have to sleep or something because I can't. <laughs> and I say that half jokingly because yeah. I can't take it. Yeah. I just, I'm not wired to slow down or stop. So when you're talking right. about what are you going to do? you're locked down. I had the same kind of thoughts at first, like, 
I, if you put me in front of a computer, I can stay busy, which is arguably not. Oh, yeah. Could you can be a creator in front of a computer, or you can be a consumer. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. the downside with you in front of a piece of canvas. You can only be a creator. So right. now you in front of a camera with your podcast. You're, it's another way for you to be a creator. Yeah. So I love that because oh, yeah. you're not you're not really wasting any time. No, no, it's uh, it's been a lot of fun. It's it's been and uh, of course, like when I started mentioning it in cars, because I, I kind of just put some feelers out there. I'm like, what do mm-hmm. people think? Right. Of course, hanging with web shows like do it. I'm of like, course. calm down. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a and minute. They're like, <laughs> Yeah, they're like, what are you going to do? I'm like, I don't even know. It's going to be, you know, it's, and I never, and I tell people when they're coming on, I I told Amelia, because I I asked Amelia to be the first guest, because her her and I already had a good back and forth. I know her very, uh, pretty well. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you're a guinea pig. I don't know how this is going to work. I don't know how well I'm going to be, because I've been, I've been playing guest host with Garrett at, with Hanging with Web Show. Yeah. We will go to like, we went to Sci-Fi Bartow and we did a all day uh, stage show, and I was the co-host. Cool. So I would hop on every so often and, and cause trouble and basically make fun of him the whole time. Um, but you know, it, <laughs> that's, I, your, I that's your thing with him. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. I started realizing that was enjoyable. Like if mm-hmm. you would have asked me this ten years ago, I would have said you're out of your freaking mind because I never wanted to be on stage. I never wanted to be seen. Isn't that funny? But I realized that I. I had a knack for it, and basically, it gives me a f- free card or a free pass to cause trouble. Yeah, and my brain goes, "Oh, okay, cool, let's go." I'm and, in. And, <laughs> and you don't really get in trouble because it's all in good fun. See, it's it's fun. Oh, yeah. As long as people are <laughs> laughing, uh, I'm good. Yeah. I get away with murder on stage with Garrett <laughs> because he, he Garrett's more of the 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 proper um, po- polished. Um, writer and the, the the i don't even know good words for it but he's the the host of the show uh-huh. he's like the one saying seriously or serious and i'm the one that comes in and starts creating the chaos and <laughs> you know it, the the greatest way to to describe us is we're on stage at sci-fi barjo it is the beginning of the show <laughs> it's the beginning of the show and we're kicking things off and we're getting into it and everything we're sitting there and these four or five people just, we had some chairs in front of us. They all come up and they sit right down in front of us. And I'm watching and I'm, I'm looking and they have all these bags and they have all this stuff on them. I'm like, oh, they're the, they're the, like the EMTs and stuff that yeah. are supposed to be walking around and taking care of everybody and making right. sure they're healthy and happy and all that. And I'm like, and my brain just went off. I went, you're here for Pop Pop. And I oh, pointed right pop- to you. <laughs> Oh my, that's fantastic! And that's we his nickname with you now. Him. Yeah, because I always, I, I am the guy that will, I will, if you're up high and feeling like, if you're getting a little too big for your britches, I will kick the leg right out of you. And, and Garrett was getting a little big for his britches, and oh, I love it. you know, so oh, that's it's like great. Oh, fine. The girls do this and this and um. And I'm like doing stuff because I've all done it myself sure. uh, for years. I've had to put up the tables, do this. Yeah. I don't have a whole freaking crew. Yeah. And, and uh, so like the pop pop thing popped up somewhere, and I that was my whole thing all day. So I'm talking to the EMTs. I'm like, all right. So if pop pop goes down at any moment, do you have the little chargey thing so we can <laughs> shock the crap out of them? And they're like, 
No, I'm like, okay, you're gonna you go need need give me We're some. Need those. Yeah. Here. I need those. I'll be in charge of. Yeah, I need yeah. those stacked like right now. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. I have no idea what to do with me, but you know, I started doing. I've been doing stuff like that over the past year, and, and doing stuff with Kitchen Killers, and yeah. I'm always. I mean, if you hear me in the background, I don't have a mic, so I don't know how often you hear me. Yeah. But Billy will be like, you know, he'll he'll say something really super positive and great and everything. And I'll just be like, no, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> now I have to listen we, for it. See. <laughs> yeah. We love and cherish all of you, and we think it's awesome. We love your support, and I'm like, no, <laughs> no, I don't. So uh, I know that. I know that you said like you just did this out of boredom, but what do you see for, is there any long-term plans, any dreams kind of for where maybe back talk is going to go? Like, do you, have you thought about that yet? As of right now, no, because I, my head, I, I can do a lot at once, but I always have like a main focus uh, mm-hmm. at certain times. So like right now, the main focus has been CyberCon. Yeah. It's, of course. You know, it's, I got to do so much for it. I've got other opportunities for it. Uh, and some th- stuff's popping in, throwing stuff my way here and there. Um, so right now it has just been like, okay. And I keep falling into interviews. Like I did, uh, I did the Amelia one. I'm like, who the hell's going to be the next guest? And I'm talking to Thomas, uh, uh, Thor talks to hosts over one of our meetings. And I'm like, this dude's really cool. I'm like, and I message him like, hey, do you want I, – I can't remember if I talked to him or messaged him. I'm like, hey, you want to be a guest on my next episode? He goes, yeah, let's do it. Oh, I love <laughs> I'm it. Like, okay. That great energy, and, yeah. And I think it even works with you guys too. We were in the middle of something and, then I, yeah. and I said, hey, <laughs> yeah. I need – you yeah. wanted me on. And, and I'm like – well, it's Tuesday. You guys are basically right after me. Yeah. Like, let's yeah. just a super er, over show. Yeah. It's, yeah. It, you know, it's, and we pulled it off. Yeah, we did. It, it's <laughs> yeah. funny. The, the energy <laughs> of that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the energy of that group, though, of you, of the Kitchen mm-hmm. Killers, of Thor, of the Hanging with the Web show, it's, uh, I, we're happy to be sort of included in that group yeah. of people that you're talking about because, Wait, you know, we're relatively. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. And, I, you know, um, I think ever since we met Kitchen Killers, it's been sort of like a domino effect yeah. of the the uh, connections between all these people. And it's it, the energy of it is to help promote and support each other and to help the sort of little community here mm-hmm. of the podcast. And maybe I shouldn't even say little, but our podcast is, is primarily about focusing on community and That's- helping when we can. CyberCon 2020 is big about that and that's really supportive the uh, supporting the creative community and bringing entertainment to everybody at home especially at this time we all have to be at home yes um yeah i think maybe most importantly it's helping to raise money for uh the center for disaster philanthropies covid19 response fund did i get it right philanthropy Way better than I philanthropy <laughs> Is it, hard is, it, is it center or disaster or center for disaster? Well, whatever I typed. Okay. Center for. It's, it's helping the disasters of Phil. And, yeah, that, we that's got it. it. Disasters of Phil. Phil's disasters. He's been tearing crap up everywhere. We need to clean it up. 
We need yeah. some cash. About a buck fifty, we'll get it done. We'll get you know. So, That's right. But you know, to me, I, I said this before when we talked. But it reminds me of like the old school telethons. I'm probably showing my age when I say that. But I think it's a great way to entertain everyone mm-hmm. when they're stuck at home. We're gonna basically leave the thing going the whole time and watch as much as we can. It's such a huge variety, and the cause is amazing. Um, and and props oh, yeah. to you for helping to sort of birth this idea props to hanging with Webb for you know helping to to really sort of grab the reins and take it forward and uh, it's a huge undertaking and can you tell us briefly about exactly how you're involved in sort of the birth mm-hmm. of this and and getting it rolled out yeah so it all it's the same thing that's been through this whole episode boredom um <laughs> You crack me up. It's always boredom <laughs> with me. And I'm always, the the head's always going and it never shuts off and it's kind of terrible sometimes. <laughs> um, but we were getting into the point and, you know, you're listening to the, or you're listening to radio, you're seeing things and you're just seeing the domino effect of mm-hmm. what's going to be happening. And this was early, this was late March. And uh, I'm just watching this stuff and, and everything's closing up. Everything's getting canceled. And I'm like, MegaCon's not happening. It may get pushed uh-huh. back. It may get canceled, but it is not happening. And MegaCon was supposed to be April 17th through the 19th. That yeah. is what all we had in our calendars. I was supposed to be there Saturday and Sunday. Hanging yeah. With was there all weekend. We were going to get a big booth. I was going to be live painting, uh, co-hosting. It was going to be awesome. And I'm like, it's not going to happen. There's there's yeah. no way. Yeah. I mean, especially when they started doing the testing site at the Orange County Convention yes. Center. Yeah, you're like, I'm, I'm like, not going if- there anyway. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> Leave me alone. But um, I saw so I message, uh, I think it was Sage first. We were talking about something, and I said, hey, you guys got the Be Live thing. They were already kind of doing it. I'm like, I, if MegaCon does not happen, and I don't think it's going to happen, uh, we should do something online. We should do our own show we're we're entertaining enough we can do our thing mm-hmm. so let's do, get together we'll get some more people involved and and my original idea was small thing about this thing let's have like 20 people yeah, 20 25 max <laughs> we'll stay open and my original thought was we'll be open and and online during the hours of what megacon would be like the normal like yeah. exhibitor hours nine, so like, nine to five whatever nine, nine to eight yeah, whatever six something like that uh-huh so they're like okay yeah that's a really idea i'll send it to garrett we've been talking about it a little bit because i i threw it out there once kind of ha- like half at his half half uh what's the word kind of just threw it out there just uh-huh. see if they would bite on it and then from there and then I threw it out there again, and we kind of, like Sage kind of said, you know, we're really liking the idea because at the one time I threw it out there, they're like, "Oh, they're still trying to keep it going." I'm like, "You people are insane! I'm not going to be there if it's going on, so find another life painter." <laughs> so it, it started happening, and, and like they kind of saw the, you know, it was coming and everything. They're like, "Okay, we like the idea. We want to make it happen." I'm like, "Okay." So then it went from you know my little idea, and then they get back to me. They're like. All right, so it's a three-day event. It's a telethon. We're going 50-some hours straight. Uh, we're going to have this, this, and this. And I went, what? Excuse me? I'm like, it's going to be a, <laughs> a big happen. And Oh, my gosh. I'm, 
get into this one meeting and Garrett lays it out to me and and th- this list and I'm sure you guys have seen the list uh, that's yeah. like all folks that are people involved. <laughs> it has been doubling every day. It's crazy. It's been insane. We've got MegaCon, DragonCon. We've got so many people involved. It's I'm like, where did all you people come from? How did you find out? I mean, we've got people in other countries. We've got people all across America. This yeah, is amazing. it's amazing. So, and, and and I will, Garrett, if, when you talk to him and you see him through this CyberCon weekend, he will blame me for this, and it is lies. My idea was tiny. It's a teeny tiny. He's only going to a little box. He's only going to blame you if something goes wrong. That's what That's I would right. do. That's right. That's right. That's what I'm here for. Well, Josh, we are really looking forward to that. Um, I want to let everybody know, if you're interested in any of Josh's paintings behind him, you can find a link to his page on our page. We're going to put all the links in there so that they can check you out. That is right. And if you're listening to this on your podcast player, you can just scroll down on your device and, and there'll be links in the show notes that go straight to Josh's page as well. Yes. And one more question before we wrap, Josh. Um, what are you looking forward to most about when all this craziness is over and you get to get out of the house a little more? What's the one thing that you're honing in on? (laughs) (laughs) It, it, it jumps between two things. Um, yeah, the first one is food. I was, I, I, was, I, I swear, really want- <laughs> I thought it was going to be a joke. I was going to say, I was swear I was going to say a burger. But, do you, but what were you going to say? Yeah, I I miss, I love going out to eat. My wife and I love going, uh, we'll, we'll, uh, on the free Saturdays that we have, uh, we will just go for a drive in the car and, and we will drive like an hour more and go find somewhere to eat. Oh, I love that. And, and try all. Like a mom and pop kind of place. And, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we love doing it. We I have a whole list in my phone of places that I want to go to eventually. Oh, cool. Hold so, on, let me take a note. Ask I, I, Josh where to get that <laughs> list of restaurants from. All right. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I will send that to you, sir. Don't worry. Yeah, I love uh, – and, and we're kind of keeping a, at it right now. We don't get to go in, but we, we just ordered from one that I've been wanting to try for forever now. Uh, this past weekend, because we're trying to support local every weekend. So, well, what is it? I, I went and picked it up. It was the Back Porch Longwood. Oh. Uh, it is actually on way home from work. Oh, is it, it is good? some fantastic food. Back Porch it Longwood. It was good to go. Oh. I can't even imagine what it's like Fresh. in the building. Oh, wow. What kind oh, of food is man. it? Uh, like Americana food. Like So we ordered, they have, they call them, it's not sliders. I think they called them speedsters. Right. And little burgers, but they make theirs with Hawaiian rolls. Oh, yeah. Oh. We got wow. garlic, tater tots, medium wings, and man, it was fantastic. Oh. It was really good. I know what we're doing this weekend. <laughs> okay, so you said you want to so, say food. What was the other thing? The other thing is I uh, and I really can't wait to see my friends in person again. Yes. It has been too long since I have seen the Hanging with Web show, Kitchen Killers. Yeah. It has been way too long. We have all been into a spot. I mean, it would very rarely go a few weeks where we would see everybody somewhere, either at a Kitchen Killers show, at an event, yeah. comic book thing, or or they would invade my house on a random <laughs> Tuesday and bring ice cream sandwiches. Oh. That actually happened. Nice. It was insane. <laughs> but it's, 
it that is it's a messed up family but it is a family and there's so many people that you just don't realize you don't get to see right now especially with not going to the kitchen killer shows right yeah i mean it's a small reunion with all of us uh during a kitchen killer friday night show yeah and that's great it, it sucks it, it's 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 been rough luckily we have this technology now mm-hmm. so i've been able to torture garrett virtually <laughs> for the past couple weeks uh, it's it's weird and my my poor wife um <laughs> she actually put up this thing the other day i think it was a couple of days ago she's like uh the thing she misses most right now is hugs oh and she missed uh, i'm like you when did you get so sappy <laughs> yeah but she really missed oh and and people so yeah, yeah we'll we'll i think we Aaron and i were talking in one of the other uh feeds that uh we're gonna go and, and plan a dinner somewhere and get everybody together and grab some food and hang out Good. either if it's Good. cooking it ourselves or going invading a restaurant it will be it will happen as soon as it can yeah. awesome awesome that's gonna be great well until then we hope that you stay safe and we will see you this weekend Yes, thank you. I will be making sure to tune in to you guys, and uh, I hope you guys Same. can tune in to all the mischief that I'm causing through the weekend. I will be up bright and early both days. I uh, will not in. be up bright and early, but I will catch the late show, baby. <laughs> catch it on a rerun. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah. I plan on capturing all of them, too, and trying to get the time lapses of all of them. But sure. yeah, at least I know I'll have one person at uh, 6 o'clock in the morning with <laughs> that guy right there. I will so be there. <laughs> Josh, thank you so much for taking the time to meet with us and for having us on your show earlier this evening. And we can't wait to see what you do with your art and where you go next. Thank you so much for having me and thanks for experimenting. I hope we can do this again soon. This was fantastic. It was. All right, Josh, have a great night. We'll let you get back with the wife now. (laughs) <laughs> she'll appreciate that I don't, uh, keep talking just keep rolling <laughs> <laughs> alright Josh have a great night stay safe and healthy alright thank you you too thanks Josh hi this is Steve Altier author of the Lizardville Ghost Story series and you're listening to It's All Fine and Danji. Hey guys, welcome back, and we hope you enjoyed that interview with Josh Bauer. We had so much fun both being interviewed by him on his show and by interviewing him on our show. Really cool guy, and uh, we're looking forward to working with Josh and hanging Meeting out with Meeting him group. in person. Oh yeah, Because we've only met him via um, digitally, Digital as means. you can say. Yeah. And um, yeah, very talented artist, and getting into kind of the podcaster um it's all video. Okay, that's cool. what it is. That that's ex- what I'm trying to say. That people. explains the video that we were in, the video call that we were in. Yes. Yeah. So it was cool to do something different. Yes. And um, do that little crossover. Also, there's a link in the show notes if you'd like to jump straight over to Josh's page where you can watch mm-hmm. our interview with Josh or his interview with us, I should say, and any yeah. of the other stuff that he's done on his show. It's yeah. very cool. His art. Uh, we'll put a link to his actual art here at the bottom of the show as well. And uh, really, really cool guy, really cool art, and we're looking forward to doing more with him and with that group over at the Hanging with Web Show. And the crew over at Hanging with Web Show are the ones that put together this CyberCon Mm -hmm. 2020. You know, Josh was a big part of that as well, and we are excited to be part of it. As we mentioned at the beginning of the show, we will be on this Saturday, if you're listening to the podcast on the week that it came out, we'll be on this Saturday from 3 to 4 p.m. We're going to put a link in the show notes to CyberCon. We want to remind you that there will also be a donate link at the bottom of this show, but also 
during the broadcast that we're doing where you can help donate money to the Center for Disaster Philanthropies COVID-19 Response Fund to help those that have been most affected by COVID-19. Yep. And what better way to sort of have a replacement for Megacon because nobody can go to Megacon right now. Yeah, and and they're really kind of keeping it kind of it true to Megacon where they're those all-day events, except they're, they're going all day and all night. Oh, so it's like over 50 hours. It's 56 hours. Yes. So they're going to start on Friday the 17th yep. at noon. It'll be kind of their kickoff. Sure. And then they're going to go all day, all night until Sunday, I believe it's 5 or 6 p.m., yep. if I'm correct. Um, that it'll be ending. That's so cool. And they're, you know, every hour on, you know, there's all these different, like they call them panels yep. that are set up. There's your main stage kind of, and that's where every hour it'll be somebody new that's on there. Yep. I mean, you're talking every, from cosplayers that do this all the time to people who own comic book stores, to people who read stories, a little more adult entertainment in the evening hours. Yes. They're doing a cosplay costume contest. That's that gonna, they're are gonna we going to dress up for our show? I think we're going to dress up. Why, mm. why not? <laughs> why not? Put put a little more uh, uh, fun to it. You know what I mean? Because yeah. this it's really, it's geared around Megacon. Sure. So we're, we're community well, is what we focus on. That is right up our alley. That's community. So there's going to be live entertainment live paintings like Josh will be doing. Yes. Uh, lots of other podcasts that are going to be on there as well. So you guys definitely make sure to stop in, check it out, support a good cause, and also support all the local artists that have kind of been affected by oh, COVID-19. Oh, yes. That's, that's yeah. their bread and butter. And that's they, right. Yeah, so that, so it's, a, it's a win-win-win across the board. And it we're going to sure be tuning is. in for as much of the weekend as possible when we're not on. I'm looking forward to seeing Josh's piece. I got to get up early mm-hmm. on Saturday and Sunday for that. But I am but I do yep. anyway. So that's going to be great. Kitchen Killers will be on We'll be there. watching that one for sure. Yep. Hanging with Web Show, of course, will be on there several times yeah. because they're kind of the it's kind big host of, kind of, their of thing. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yep. I'll be watching their stuff as well. And, you know, props to Garrett and Sage and the crew at Hanging with Webb. Mm-hmm. And if you guys have any technical difficulties, it's okay. It happens to the best of us. <laughs> <laughs> it does. It happens from time to time. But we wanted to also just kind of give a couple shout outs here because we are... This weekend, I told Angie, we have been really good. We haven't gone out. We've been staying at home for like mm-hmm. three, four weeks now. It feels like 10 weeks now. Ordering Instacart. Ordering like. Instacart. But I am dying for some Tornatori's Italian <laughs> food. And so, what is it that you want? I want to get... Let me see if I have it memorized. It's called the... Oh, I did it right before the show. Now I can't think of it. It's, I know the last two words. It's called the Rigatoni alla Pesto. Yes, I, yes, I love it. it. It is so good. But we're also going to get one of their take your pizza home and make it yourself kits. Yes. Those are only 15 bucks if you guys are interested in doing that. It, their food is amazing. But Homemade you can also, sauce, I yeah, mean amazing. comes with cheese, whatever your toppings are that you want. Yep. You go home, you put the dough in, you know, roll out the dough, put it in the yep. oven. How cool. You make, make your own pizza and it's like 15 bucks to feed the family. So how cool is that? Yeah. So, but we're going to go buy there. Pick up some of that. I wasn't kidding about getting some of their frozen meals, the pizza. Can we get some tiramisu too, please. Thank I'm getting you. some of their cheesecake too. But <laughs> so if you, ha- we'll put a link in the show notes for that as well. But if you haven't been to Tornatories, they're doing so much for the community right now as well. They really are. They are every Thursday. They're providing meals for those in the healthcare 
and they I are. have seen posts where they have trucks full Two trucks of full. yes, of full of meals. Amazing, and their food is so good. Even if they weren't doing all this, I was going to go get food there anyway because their really, food is so good. I can't wait for them to be back open. Though. Oh, I know, me that neither. Whole feel of being in the restaurant, yes. you know, get, get some of their wine and everything. Uh-huh, yes, uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. And also, the other shout out I wanted to give was to Serenity Spa Salon in Apopka. Janice and the gang over there are awesome. I've known them for quite some time. Everyone I know that goes to that place raves about it. And now, because of the shutdown, you can actually buy gift cards from their site. They're digital gift cards, automatically sent to you via email, no need to print anything. And you can save them or gift them if you want to go ahead and uh, still kind of help support their local business and kind of reserve some cash for yourself to go in there and get some spa treatment stuff done. So we'll put a link in the show notes for them as well. But I wanted to give a shout out to them while we're talking about supporting local businesses. Yes, yes. And guys, if you like our show, please give us um, a review. We would love a review. And rate and subscribe to our podcast. You can find us under Fine and Danji under any of your podcast apps. Um, we got 500 um, likes now. We need some. Oh, we are up to 500 likes. We, we want to thank you guys so much for that. But we so uh, exciting. I don't know why that was just so it's, exciting it's, to hey, me. <laughs> you know what? It's the little wins in life, and we uh, were excited. We've been trying to reach that for some I know, time. Now. I know. It's very very exciting. So yeah, definitely. Um, Jump on our social media. Give us a like. Uh, follow us on Instagram or Facebook just under Fine and Danji. Remember, it's D-A-N-J-E-E because I'm special. And if you like the show or love the show, we would really love a review on the show. Those yep. help us very much to get more uh, visibility and to help us to get in contact with more businesses as more people find us. I guess I should say have businesses get in contact with us. Yeah. Because we are reaching out to those in the community, but sometimes we don't know something's right in our backyard, right. and then it's brought to our attention, and we love that. That but is right. And you can right. also call us anytime at 407-490-3899. Let us know how you're doing, how you're holding up, what you're doing to stay busy. Yeah. Let us know if you, too, did a 750-piece puzzle and ended up <laughs> having two pieces missing at the end, like Rachel and I did. Over the weekend, if you have oh, ideas no. for a guest or if you want to be a guest on the show or if you um, you know, know of a local charity or a local mm-hmm. business that might be a good guest, let us know. Call whatever you want to do. You can also email us, as Angie said, feedback at findandangie.com. And that is it. That is it, you guys. Make sure to check out our website, though, so that you can find that link of how to join us for CyberCon. 2020. We're going to put it in the bottom of the show notes too, aren't we? Yes, we are. So it should be easy for everybody to find. Yep, you can just scroll down and oh, click. Okay. I always forget that show notes and the website are like two different things. Yep, but that's for okay. any of you that know it, um, yeah, the show notes and the website are two different things. And but what I, I don't know that. That's okay. All I mean by show notes is that if you're listening to this on your computer or your tablet or your mobile phone or whatever, just scroll to the bottom of what whatever app you're in right now. Yeah. And click on it. If you're listening to us on our website, though, you'll need to go back to our main page and then click on Episodes 2020 and then select this episode, the one with Josh Bauer. And there'll be a link to join us on Saturday. Yes, yes, yes. In the meantime... Hang in there. This whole thing's almost over. I believe it is. That's I right. believe I believe we got another month or so to go. But I believe there is light at the end of the tunnel. Hope all of you are staying safe and staying home. And remember, at the end of the day, it's, it's all fine and dandy. dandy.